everybody. Welcome to the Anna Nicole Show, episode three. Numero uh, trace. I'm Nicole. I'm Anna. Banana. Anna has an ice Woo-hoo. addiction, so don't mind her chewing. I it drives help me, it. It drives some me crazy people, when I'm editing. Some people smoke crack. You chew on some it? Some people gamble. I I chew on ice. Subscribe. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the greatest show on earth. All right, Anna. So I hear you have a lot planned for today. I have so much to talk about. So let's start off with the whole fucking Barbie movie that is everyone is just like yapping away about fucking Barbie. And hold up. Um, Did you watch Ben Shapiro's 43 minute? rant on it no i can't stand that guy i just oh. he his face makes me want to pee on him i just, think it's, I I just think it's funny him. though because he's like younger than me and like sometimes he acts like he's like 40 years older but it was really good it was really and i love that he talks so fast no. so you know you're not like you know, he's so, he's very, whatever, you know, if you don't like him, I get it. He's a really smart guy though, but go on. So, so here's my thing about Barbie. Everyone's like, I don't know, this fucking movie, I really want to see it. Right. But at the same time, it's too fucking realistic. Well, be a fucking Barbie movie. Yo, first of all, one day she wakes up and she's like instantly older or more mature. Whatever. She could be 40. She could be 50. Nobody fucking knows unless you watch the movie. She's having a fucking meltdown because her feet go flat. She can't wear heels anymore. She falls off the Barbie dream house. How is that even possible? Oh, hey, girl. Hi. Hi. Hey, Barb. Hey, Barb. I'm in the real world now. Yo. I see that. That's fucking real life. Why are you trying to make it seem like, I don't know. I just, I don't know how I feel about this movie. And okay. first of all, I just want to say, one, it is not age appropriate for children. I don't think it's appropriate for even like teeny boppers or like preteens. I'm going with like 16 and up because it's just, Fucking Barbie. And they you like, don't remember what we no. were watching at 16? 
Um, they don't make movies like kids anymore for a reason. So, okay, first off, fucking- I got I want to respond to I think it's PG-13, and I'm pretty sure the movie wasn't created for young kids. But here's the thing, if you're making a movie about Barbie, young kids are going to want to go see it, especially when you're marketing it like that. So, there's that. My feelings on it, I'm probably not going to go see it because I don't have kids. And I'm not going to go as a 40-year-old woman by myself. If I was to go with, like, friends, maybe. But, like, I'm not... I already know I'm not going to agree with the politics. Can I look past that in a movie? Absolutely. I know a lot of people that are, like, more conservative that went to see the movie that enjoyed themselves. Like, they liked it. They laughed. They had fun. Even though it was really long, the plot sucked. But they said, like, the main thing I got from everybody is that, like, the set, there was a lot of really bright colors and it was like, you know, attention grabbing. And there was like some cute jokes and this, that and the other. But, you know, I've heard both, you know, both. It really sucked. And then, you know, and if you really want to get down into it, like, are they putting out a bad message? Okay, maybe because it's basically like men suck. You know, women can't do anything. And I don't think that is a good message. That's literally the message that they're sending. And the message should be, it doesn't matter who you are. If you want something with enough drive, motivation, you know, you could get it. doesn't matter your age, sex, gender, none of that stuff. Um, Race, none of that. Like, if you want something, don't let anything get in your way and get it. Like, there might be obstacles, but what doesn't kill you for sure makes you stronger yeah it's fucking barbie she was an astronaut you know i know and then the other thing like i saw a couple things like where they were on the beach and he's like let me beat you off like instead of jerk you off i didn't see the movie so like i i you know i haven't seen it I don't know if I'm going to see it. I kind of want to, but it's just like, I don't even, I don't know if it's just too, it's, it's too much. You're not portraying Barbie the way Barbie should be portrayed. I so, is there anybody watching this who's seen the Barbie movie? If you did, did you like it? Would you recommend going to see it? On to topic number two. Hunter fucking Biden. Yeah. Okay. So this guy goes before a judge yesterday with his attorneys, right? And then the fucking state, whatever, the city, the defense team, the prosecution thank you sorry so the prosecution you know they've reached the deal with biden's attorneys Uh this guy got caught as i was saying hunter fucking biden we should do a whole episode on this because i would i have input and i would have liked to prepare the reason why i want to bring it up is because he is trying to get away with like a lot of shit, right? And yeah. the prosecution is in on it too. 
the judge, the judge is sitting there Anna. and looking at the plea deal and the charges. No. Anna? They I want to use it as... They found what? all this shit out before the election and hit it. All and I know. Th that's like what, when Trump says it's a rigged election, like this is what he's talking about. 90%, like half of what he's Yo. talking about. No. And like they did that. Like, I, no. okay. People but, but the best part about it is that the fucking judge, she's sitting there, she's reading the charges, she's looking at the deal that the prosecution is making with them, and they're like, she's like, yo, you're supposed to at least get 25 minimum of all of this. And they're slapping you on the wrist with like three years fucking probation. Like he's got fuck like treason, like all this shit, right? Strippers, minors, like drugs, firearms. Oh, it's fucking crazy. And the judge is like, you need to rework this deal because I give fucking harsher sentencing to people with half less crimes than this. Well, and I'm just like, yo, like, what else have we tried to get away with? Well, there's a lot. And that's the thing is that oh, a lot of people don't know. And like, a lot of people know. And then like, they might listen to like one news channel, any news channel, whether you're listening to Fox or you're listening to CNN, it doesn't matter. They're all giving you bullshit. If you don't do your own research, there's a guy who put out every single file of what was on that laptop and it would disgust you. And like, it, it's really annoying because like people are like, all right, well, he, the president has, you know, a, an addict for a son. A lot of families have that and it's relatable. Like the kid's better, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, they're pouring fentanyl into this country, killing every five minutes, somebody dies from this. And like, not only that, yeah, did I sell drugs? Yes. Did I do drugs? Yes. Did I do illegal shit? Yes. Did I deserve to go to jail every time I went to jail? Yes. Or got arrested? Yes. Probably got arrested like 10, 15 times. I don't know. Probably maybe even more. Wow. Who knows? I got arrested a lot of times. And I, you know, the first time I got arrested, every single person, and this is just selling drugs, I'm not just, but like, you know, we didn't have got no uh, weapons, like, you know, it was just a selling of drugs, not like harm to any, well, you know, maybe harm to other people because of them doing drugs, but, you right. know, those people in that case got five years or more. Those two top guys got 25 to life. Now, the, they did have guns and a lot of, you know, other shit. But me, they wanted to put my first offer was 10 years. 10 years for, you know, my first offense, selling drugs, 10 years. Now, if I didn't have money, luckily I saved my money. If I didn't have money and wasn't able to get a good attorney, I would have done that those 10 years. Thousand percent. Maybe I would have got it knocked down to like, you know, five good behavior or something like that. But like, it's insane. And he, instead of going easy on him because it's the president's son, 
they should be making him as an example of what's going they to happen. Absolutely should. And the prosecution is in on it too. Everyone's in on it. And the judge, she's like, nah, G, you're going to jail. You are going to jail. Rework the fucking deal. Do your job. I would rather talk about this topic and back it up with facts and like show people who either care or don't care, like rather than us just saying like, because I I, I know. I wanted to use it so we can use it to like yeah no 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 I know up a story from when we did some fucked up shit and got away with it and that's you know everybody's done fu- messed up things and got away with it but when you're in public eye right the president's son let's just say he's a convicted felon and he had firearms got kicked out of the army navy marines whatever one he was in for doing drugs he's do you know how many people my cousins doing 10 years right now upstate because convicted felon what did he get caught with a fucking gun he's gonna do another 10 fucking years and you know like i Right now, there's this, like, bail reform thing. So, like, nobody gets bail. Oh, oh God. And you wonder why. Actually, I'm going to pull it up. There's this. This is San Francisco stores. We walked into a store and easily spotted and recorded shoplifters in action. Now some retailers are going to new lengths to protect their products. KTU's Christian Captain joins us now from a Walgreens in the city's Richmond district. Now, they're there with a camera crew, and that guy's just shoving shit. Like, one, is that set up? I mean, or is that guy, like, really fucking high and just doesn't give a fuck? Because I know a lot of stores. That's why our friend, I'm not going to say her name, and her kids steal because they know you can't get in trouble walking out on a lot of stores. That has taken the chain to lock up the food there. Christian. Yeah, pretty incredible, Julie. The workers and customers here at this Walgreens say that they are frustrated at the amount of rampant theft that goes for the step at now the shop, as you said, has taken the uh, somewhat unprecedented step of simply chaining off an area there. That is their latest attempt to try to thwart the thieves. Customers at this Walgreens at 16th Avenue and Geary Boulevard say this is a distressingly common sight. Like, why is he stealing so many pens? Helping themselves to whatever they want, then walking Yeah. Out. I have seen people actively grabbing stuff off the shelves and walking out the door. Now, this Walgreens has taken a drastic step, chaining up the refrigerated and frozen food. It's a third world country. Inside, Cuba. Venezuela. I get what I've been saying it for years. It's going to happen. You have to wait. You have to ask for a clerk to come and unlock anything that you want to buy, anything, including uh, a soda. In the span of less than two hours, we saw four confirmed shoplifting incidents, thieves making off with drinks, food, and stationary supplies. In a statement, Walgreens said retail crime is one of the top challenges facing their industry, that the company is focused on safety. The company said it continues to take... Now, let me just say something. When I said I got arrested like 15 times, a lot of them were for things like that. Like, I would... 
and I'm not proud of this. Um, and also I now, I made a video. So anybody who steals and they go on probation in my county, they have to watch my video. Like I make the video oh, sure. if you're in trouble for stealing. I created a video about like, you know, why you shouldn't freaking do it. I, all those times, I mean, though, that's the reason why I can't get a job. Rightfully so, I, I did that. I also was, I'm not like making excuses. I'm not saying it was right. Wasn't, I was under the influence of highly addictive drugs. These people don't care. They're on camera. They have no shame. Like I would never do that. Like it's a disgrace. Why? And I know that feeling of feeling like entitled. Like I mm -hmm. felt like, fuck you, you go to work. You're the, you're the idiot that has to go to work. I'm going to go walk in and take it. Even though I got six grand in my pocket, I don't need to pay for it. I'm, I, I don't, I'm not a sucker like you. I'm going to, I don't need to work. And that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you're not watching this video, let me just explain to you, if you're listening to this, there are chains with like padlocks around the frozen food section. You not like how you, you know, the key, like that nice little thing, like where the razor, how the razors nope. are like thick chains with padlocks. It literally looks like third world, like what they would do in Venezuela or Cuba at this point right now under communist countries. And yep. granted, they're not doing that to limit food. They're doing it to protect business. Like, and I, now that I own a business, it makes me sick about like how I, like how I used to act. Let's just finish watching this. I'll get into that. Okay. We spoke with a San Francisco police sergeant who works undercover. So he asked us to not show his face. He says, ultimately, it's up to the retailer to protect their goods and hire security if needed. He said, oftentimes, Walgreens will... Did you hear that? It's up to the realtors and to hire security if needed. So now you got to hire security for uh, Walgreens? Aren't we in America? Wait. What do the nope. cops do then? That's why you don't want to defund the police, people. This is the exact reason why. And I hate to say it, but like cities like Chicago, even Rochester, it's all boarded up stores. This is the only retailer facing a shoplifting problem. This Safeway on Webster Street in San Francisco joined with others in Oakland and San Jose to install these glass gates where shoppers have to scan their receipts to exit. Safeway released a statement saying the grocery chain at select Safeway stores in the Bay Area to maintain a safe and welcoming shopping experience for customers and associates and an increasing amount of theft. Some shoppers said... What is that going to do? You just hop right over that. Okay, go on. They didn't like the new gates. Others say they understand why they're a necessity. It was different. I thought it was more like an airport kind of life or, you know, a security mm. job, you know, but it, if it does the job to keep shoplifters from shoplifting, Okay. Another common security measure these stores have implemented is only having one way in and out to monitor who comes and goes. That means customers have to either backtrack to the entrance where they first entered or, as in the case of this Walgreens, use the stairs. 
And I just want to show you one more thing. Literally, Lisa Guerrero has details. This is not a warehouse. It's a home that cops say was jammed with more than a million dollars in shoplifted power tools. And this video shows a line of cops emptying out a storage unit filled with. Oh wait, I don't know if this is it. But... Home Depot. So these aren't your typical shoplifters, are they? No, this is not petty shoplifting. This is organized retail crime. Retail giants like Home Depot are fed up with the shoplifting spree sweeping the nation. They're fighting back as never before. Home Depot's Christina Cornell gave me an exclusive look at the company's latest crime-fighting technology. Look at this. So what is to stop me from picking this cart, loading it up, and running out the door with it? By the way, that's how I used to steal from Home Depot. I'd fill up the cart and walk out. Really? Common tactic that we see that a lot of thieves use, but what we're really excited about is we're rolling out technology. Not proud of it or bragging. Technology. But if you were to try and roll this out of the store, the wheels on this cart would lock. The wheels on the cart will lock. Yeah. The wheels now lock if it's not paid for. Oh, shit. And how does it know if it's paid for or not? Expensive items are getting locked, and there are more surveillance cameras in the aisles. Smile. You're being recorded. And if a shoplifter runs out with a stolen power tool, good luck. And a lot of our stores we're piloting right now some state of the art technology that uses Bluetooth so that if you don't pay for this, if you don't scan it and go through the register, it won't even turn on. You're kidding me. So the other thing is powered, uh, things are powered by Bluetooth. So if it doesn't get scanned, the item won't even work. Oh, shit. They're not playing. You know that the value in this is in its ability to work. And if it's not even going to work, it's not worth stealing. It's just a heavy box. <laughs> so thieves, wow. big box stores like Home Depot are saying enough is enough. There you go. So obviously I have a lot to say on this topic because I'm somebody who used to do this. And I, don't, I mean, I wasn't on like a scale of whatever I would majority go in get stuff either give it to a pawn shop or get clothes for like my dealers and stuff and again i'm not proud of it and it's not it's something that i had to like come to terms with after because when you're on drugs like you know like again it's a mind-altering substance you're not thinking your only thought is i need to get this like you become a slave to it, literally, and will do anything to get it. So I kind of was like, it's either do that or And I, I, it was easier for me to do that. You know, I do feel bad after like starting a business and like, just there's so many other things. Like I never thought about it. Like why prices have gone, are going up so much because when you start a business, you're putting in an investment. Your investment is at the bare minimum to break even. Some yep. companies go in to even lose money, but you're building each year. You're trying to make money. You're not trying to lose and give stuff for Everything. free. Like even though Walmart, the people might be billionaires, but they work their asses off to get there, number one. Number two, they have a lot of overhead costs that the average person just that doesn't own a business just never thinks about, you know, and it affects everybody because prices go up to make make up for the costs. Yeah. Everybody else pays for it. 
<laughs> there's a thing of like guilt too that comes with it. And after I was on, when I was on probation, I really worked really hard on myself. Like I had to, it took me a long time. It took me a really long time. And I'll like share my, my recovery story another time. But I started, you know, I became friends, not friends, but like, you know, cool with my probation officer. And I had to do community service for something. And he goes, well, since you made such a reform on your life, actually, I I um, was working at a liquor store and it was like super busy and I didn't ID somebody. I thought, and everybody was wearing masks at the time. And I thought it was somebody who like I knew already. And the kid was like six foot four and there's not many people that are like that tall. So anyway, the kid was 19 or 20 or something. And I, they wound up giving me like a ticket so and pro um community service so my probation officer was like why don't you make well we were already kind of like talking about it but he's like why don't you make a video for people that get caught stealing so like if they get caught stealing it's in genesee county it's a requirement that they watch your video it's kind of weird and it's a little cringe like i'm not gonna lie but it's like i understand i've been there i know what it's like but there's other like resources it's just that like a lot of times people are like too proud to ask for help like i know i do know what it's like to not have a dollar and you need a bar of soap you know and i'm not saying that's an excusable reason to steal but like as you just saw or um if you didn't if you're watching you know people were like stealing like hundreds of pens nobody needs that many pens if you need a pen that bad you can ask somebody and someone will give you a pen so what's the reason you're going to, you know, the reason is that it's back to schools coming up. They're going to sell that on the street for much cheaper, probably make like a whole backpack thing, sell that on the street and get money for that. Um, it's really going to affect our country bad if laws don't change. Like I, listen, I, like I said, do I love the cops? No. Have I been treated like shit by them? Yes. I have a lot of stories. I've gotten my ass beat by them in Ohio and I'm white. So I don't love cops. I have respect for them and I've always respected them. And now that I'm not like, an well, their jobs are like, you know, very hard. Day. They don't know if they are coming home or not. Picture yourself having to do that. You know, they might come across Every day. arrogant and cocky, but they have to picture Yo. yourself and like it's such a job that nobody wants to do i really do commend people and like you know i just was on a different level in, of life so i always never really loved cops I, but i've always respected them and at now i have a great respect but without law and order our country is doomed and like i don't really want to get too political here but like it doesn't matter which which side they are, they think we're puppets. I can go on to like things that might sound like conspiracy theories, but like, how did COVID just disappear out of nowhere? They wanted to, I really truly, and I don't, I never watched anybody talk about this or anything. I was scared in the beginning of COVID, but I truly believe they wanted to see if they had to, the power to lock us all in, wear masks. Of course. Dance like they had a monkey. his cage like fucking rats, bro, for like six months. No one could leave their house. And it destroyed the country. 
They made it about race somehow to where BLM, which another thing I don't really want to get into, but where's BLM now? You notice how they only come up around political elections? And not for nothing, if you do your research and look into where all the money that BLM, that was donated to BLM, where it went, none of it went to Black people. It went to trans and LGBTQ. Maybe there was like a couple of like Black trans, but it wasn't, it didn't help out communities. And I think they made like $70 million or or maybe even more, who knows. But race is like a never ending thing. Like, you know, people can always be upset about it. You know, I thought we were like 10 years ago, even more. We grew up in a pretty white area, right? And there were a couple of black kids in our school. Were they judged? I think they were probably one like some of the most loved, popular people. Yeah. And like I mean, I'm not saying I people like didn't Spanish kid in Sabo. Be judged because of it. I feel like uh Mrs. Tenth grade English teacher. I know who you're talking about. Was a total fucking cunt to me because but were you a but were you a cunt back then? Of course I was. I was, was it because you were Spanish me. or was it because you were a bitch? No, on my first day of school, Antibot High School, she made me like stand up in front of the class and like introduce myself, and I was like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, but that's, that's like what most teachers do, no? In 10th grade? No. I was like, nah, bitch. Not happening. And that was the beginning I'm of the saying, end. And I'm also not saying racism doesn't exist. But what I'm saying is, like, I feel that it got to a much better place than when it was before we were even alive. You know? Obviously. There's nobody that's Spanish, Black, Asian, whatever in this country that doesn't have the same opportunity. Like, listen, people live in different classes where, you know, like some people's families have more money for education, but just because that doesn't mean you can't get what you want. It just might be a more difficult road for you. There's something that you want, go out there and get it. Yeah. You're the only one that's stopping yourself from getting it. And not for nothing, having money and like I wasn't I didn't grow up rich, but we definitely weren't poor. And like, if anything, that probably affected me more because like I kind of was just used to like having everything and having things always work out for me and not having many consequences to where if I might have had a little bit more of a struggle, things might have been a little bit different, you know, along later on in my life. So. Anyway, the media puts this, you know, they push it, push it, push it. Everyone's racist. You're racist. Did you hear what he said? Everything's taken out of context for clicks, 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 clicks. What it's doing is it's making people think, well, yeah, they are racist. So if a black person goes up to somebody and holds a gun to their head and you say that that person's dangerous, now they're racist. <laughs> But if a white person does it and you say they're dangerous too, 
what, they're just dangerous? It doesn't matter the color of the skin. Why does it have to be, oh, the black person, you know, a person did this. And it's not a good for the That's community. always the media who does that, though. Right. So it's like, I understand sometimes, like, you need to point out physical features because you want people to be aware of what the person looks like. But, like, it doesn't need to not, you know, a lot of more Black people are in jails because they commit more crimes. Not That's not a racist thing. It's a statistical fact. And are there some people that are in the jail innocently? I'm sure. I'm sure there's both white, black, Chinese, every race, I'm sure there's innocent in jail. The system's extremely flawed, but without no without rules, you know, it's going to be a free-for-all and you can't go to the store and get milk without having to find an employee to get a chain off and God, only, if these people are walking in stealing with no fear, what else are they doing? To have no fear, there's a big difference. I always had fear when I did it. And I'm not saying there wasn't a thrill, but like, no, you know, part of me wonders, was that set up? I don't know. But like, like I meant like the person stealing, like that person didn't care. There was a news crew in there and he's just shoving pens. Walking out the store. And that's why. But it's like, what are they going to do? Get arrested? They're going to get bailed out that fucking same day. Well, now there's no bail. Yeah, but at least if they get arrested, you go to jail. Like if I, you go to, you maybe don't go to jail. You have to pay a fine. You do it again. You might have to do 30 days. Now you might think about it because now you might have to do a year the next time. Now you might at least think about it again. And usually you have to pay restitution back to the company for what you stole. So they get their money back. If you don't pay, you go to jail. You could literally, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if, but I'm pretty sure you could like somebody in New York and not have to get bail. That might be no, on the exception. Not true. That might be the exception. I know, like, theft up until, like, as long as it's not a felony charge. I think that's what it is. It can't be a felony charge. No, there's some felonies on there. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure guns and stuff. That's ridiculous. Thanks, Governor Hufflepuff. I'm telling you, when you go, I... We've spent, okay, violent felonies. So felonies, violent felonies, you, they can set bail for. Well, I, I, you know, went to school, grew up by New York City. I was in there all the time. And, went, and I have it on video. Like I have it on video. When I was walking last time in New York City, people just shooting dope right in the street. Kids are playing basketball. They're shooting. Yep. Right there. And there's like cops, like right there. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody and does I think, care. And uh, there's like a t uh, county in Canada that like made, they didn't make heroin legal, but they made it so. That's in uh, British Columbia. Like in yeah, so you can't get arrested if you get pulled over with a certain amount. So like cocaine, well, heroin, meth. 
You know the guy who created the first place that you can legally shoot up in in Vancouver actually died of an OD like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know those places have existed in New York City for a really long time? So I used to go out into the city and I was shocked when I, I found this out. They There's these programs called needle exchange programs and you could go there and they'll give you clean needles. They'll give you like a clean crack pipe. They'll give you clean screens. Uh, if you're if you sniff, they'll give you clean straws. Like if you shoot needles, water, cotton, the thing to tie around your arm, everything. Now they even give you like fentanyl testers. You know, people that I know there's a lot of people that go back and forth, whether it's good or bad. Obviously, you don't want to have to do that. But like it's better than spreading diseases. And also you have to bring the needles back. So it encourages people to bring them back to get more or opposed to just like throwing them on the street. Um, but anyway, and it's a little fucked up. I, I, I'm, I know I have a picture, but I have to see where it, if I can find it, like you, not only do they give you needles, they have like a, like a chart, like what size you want. You have a variety. Let's just say that. That's fucking crazy. I the went to go join, join it because also if you have a card, if you have syringes on you, it's unless the syringe is filled with drugs, you can't get a ticket for. It. And this is going back like 2007. Like this isn't a new thing. This is going back then. So I went to, they didn't have it really in Long Island at the time. So I went to the city to get it. And it was a shooting gallery. You go in, they give, it was like, it was like a club. It was like velvet couches, like really nice. You could get donuts, coffee. If you wanted to shoot up, you had to use and let somebody know, use the bathroom, and then you could sit on the couch and just chill. Chill. And I was like, wait, I could use in here? I could go in that room and use. She's like, yeah. Okay. I was like, legally? I was just like, well, there's like a fine line, but like, yeah, we allow our customers, which I'm not a customer, I'm not paying for anything, but, uh, or client rather, use because we'd rather them, you know, have a clean area, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is in 2006, seven. I don't know what it's like now. I got to imagine it's like a, a, a palace. But the problem is, is that people take advantage and they destroy those places always. But I mean, it looked like, like there was even like a hostess there. Like it looked like, like an upscale club. There was like a, a dark, it was like really dark, a dark velvet couch. You'd walk in, there was like a, a girl at a podium and like, she's like, hi, you know, what can I help you with? And I'm like, I want to join the needle exchange program. So she gave me like a little box, like to put 30 needles in and she gave me like three packs of needles a card and then she's like do you are you going to use now and I'm like wait what <laughs> I don't have to go into a dirty gas station and like I thought it was like the at the time thought it was like the coolest thing and like I don't think it's cool by all means now but I I I understand it but it it's not I think it's a safe 
thing to do but because legal and it's not regulated if it was like i don't know maybe now they are checking people's dope for fentanyl at the least they are giving people the fentanyl strips which is like a step in the right direction because everything's laced with fucking fentanyl not to mention we want to talk about drugs like there i don't listen i don't give a fuck if people are sniffing lines at the white house but you're going to tell me you're going to blast it all over in the news that they found Coke. You don't, nobody knows whose it is. Was there fentanyl in the Coke? And why was it in the room that you make all the decisions about wars and like international trade? And you mean to tell me that there's not cameras? Like, do you think we're fucking stupid? And like, okay. Is everybody just high and like this is what we're accepting and we're or destroying the country? Set up so they can just have something to talk about to like keep us distract knowing exactly about what's going on in Ukraine or distract you about Hunter Biden's thing, you know, yeah. uh, court trial. So it's like, come on. Don't tell me that you don't know where that came from. You can't even fart in there without somebody fucking knowing that you, you, Nicole, farted in, like, the West Wing, you know? So, like, it's, it's all nonsense. They just fucking spew bullshit out, see, you know, who's going to believe it. I'm like, I don't want to make this you know, podcast all about politics or anything like that. But I, and I really can care less who you vote for, whether you vote for Democrat or Republican or whatever, doesn't matter to me because I, I'd have to imagine that 90% of the people, at least in the United States and probably worldwide, want similar things like traditional, like values, like peace, like safe neighborhoods to be able to feel comfortable to have a good paying I, I job. just want to send my kid to school johnny's about to start second grade and i think it is by like the middle of the year they have to have had like five active shooter drills or some shit that's so Yo, scary second grade but no i'm sorry and, and that's his like the little league coach, the wife, she's a teacher in an elementary school. She was a first grade teacher. And she's like telling me about the fire, the active shooter drills they have to have. And I'm like, she's like, you have no idea how difficult it is to try to keep all these little six and seven year olds quiet. And they're freaking out. I'm like, why the fuck are we even having this conversation? You know, Why is it still an issue? I mean, I I understand, like, for precaution. I get that. But, like, at the same sense, kids aren't going to know about this type of stuff unless you teach it to them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I don't know. It, it's scary. I can't, I can't even imagine. And I, you know, it's such a crazy world. And the older I get, the more... I like look at things and I'm like, holy shit. They're like, the government is totally taking advantage of us. Not like, 
They think we're stupid and they're causing all the issues we have. Do you think like, let's just use like, which obviously I'm passionate about drug addiction. If you don't think that they don't have the resources to clean up the streets and get these people and homeless people and help. I know a lot of people don't want help. I get that part, but there's a lot of people that do and don't know there's resources available. And not only that, you could get the military, you could end this and save millions of lives. Like it's sick because they're the ones pushing it because they want money. They make money off of it. It's even worse than ever. If we thought they were corrupt, Years ago, which everybody always thought the government was corrupt. I don't know anybody who was like, oh, I trust the government 100%. But now with social media, what happened is you have regular Joe Schmo getting 5, 10 million views on a, either whether it's a political topic or not. They, they got to compete with that now because now they're not getting those 10 million views like they used to get. So now they got to click, clickbait, exaggerate stories pin sides against each other you know race like i said before is a good one because people have their feelings and it's been put in people's heads for so long you know it's like they're teaching young kids to be racist now you know it's just like insane to me not not intentionally but it's like obviously i'm a different skin color so the first time i saw like, I think it was an Indian was my neighbor and my across the street or down the block neighbor was black. So I probably asked and they just said that they were from a different country, a different nationality. They weren't like, oh, they're different They're because um, they're this culture. They have left less chances. They're teaching, you know, kids to think that not everybody's equal. Everybody's equal. Why would you teach that shit? Then you wonder why people shoot up their schoolmates. You know, it's a lot of shit to put on a child. A child is supposed to grow, learn, and have fun and enjoy being a child. Not all this adult bullshit. There's no fucking hope for these kids. It's about the parent and, and even the parents. Like, there's so many parents out there that are too busy on their own social media that they're just putting kids on social media you have to uh, and i'm not a parent like, so you know I'm, i know i'm gonna pimp out this. my i'm pimping out my my youngest son on social media hi blue say hi aunt nicole i'm gonna be like a kardashian mom he kind of looks like chris jenner yeah social you know listen there's a lot of creative people on social media a lot of amazing things like, you know, we don't have to carry around encyclopedias anymore. Tons of knowledge. But or know the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> but like kids aren't going to know how to add, um, write a check. Not that you really need to, but like. They don't even know how to fucking write. What are you talking about? I know. Or spell. I mean, I'm not the best either. I do rely on spell check. The main thing is, is that everybody speaks like it's facts or truth. And that's why I said earlier, like, if I'm going to talk about something, like, I kind of want to be a little more, a uh, little prepared, especially 
if it's a topic that I kind of do know a lot about, but like I want to make sure what I'm saying is right. But also when I give information out, I want to show kind of like what both sides are saying. So you could form your own opinion. I don't want you to form an opinion by what I think. You know what I mean? I want you to use your own brain, do your own research and think for yourself. You don't agree with me. Don't agree with me. That's fine. But if there's facts, like I would like people to at least recognize the facts and be like, okay, yeah, because having these conversations are how change can happen. Exactly. So it needs to be brought to light. Right. And, you know, obviously this Anna and Nicole, we're not like super like, hey, government here. <laughs> Although if I wasn't a drug addict, at one point, I probably would be a badass freaking senator. And there's nothing saying that a convicted felon or felon cannot be a senator. So everybody throw in your votes. Nicole for mayor. Nicole for president. Oh, I don't think you can be a felon. But listen, if I was president, I'd buy you all a pizza pie once a week. There you go. Not just on Fridays. Who's going to vote for me now? I will. <laughs> all right well i think that's it for today do you have anything else you want to talk about not necessarily is there something no i don't think so okay is there something you want to talk about no i think i'm good i don't all want right. to scare people uh by a third episode being political but like I already, right, so. I already, I already said it all. Whatever, it doesn't matter because you know what? That's what's thrown in our faces all day, all the time. So how can I not talk about it? Am I supposed to just go back? No. You know what? Why don't you go like do stuff as a foreign agent and like I would have been a good person. I don't know, move some guns around and like hide five million dollars from the government Ooh, and see I'd what happens. We could get like those leather outfits and like you know when they have to do the flips in between the um the lasers. Uh we'll train for the next six months to do that. Uh, with Tom Cruise. Nah, he's a little short. He is. I'll do Channing Tatum. All right, whatever. He's not bad. Hmm. All right, well, thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate it. Please share this with anybody that you think might be interested in and like and subscribe. Um, so we do have a website, theannaandnicoleshow.com. If you want to share any stories with us there's a little section the link will be below where you can just click on and write a story and you can either leave a name or a fake name and i'd love to get it out into the world for you um <laughs> and yeah thanks again anna have a good night everybody say goodbye to everybody say goodbye blue bye blue blue number two Sorry. But loop number two. Don't get sassy with me, mister. I deal with life different, make the limit squeeze. Went off for my style and identity. Subscribe. Better bounce back and get the cheddar cheese. I guess that's what it is.